1: This is Live is Mike, Live Mike Check with Lee Lonsberry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio.
2: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. During this segment, we're going to talk about the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. It's a piece of legislation that was introduced in 1977. By Ted Kennedy, signed into law by President Carter in 1978. One of the co-signers, one of the original uh, co-signers or co-sponsored that piece of legislation was Utah's own Jake Garn. Well, this piece of legislation is making headlines again. There are a number of those uh, in the United States Senate and elsewhere who would like to see some reforms come to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. One of those senators joins us on the line now, Senator Mike Lee. Sir, how are you? Doing great. Thank you very much, Lee. Uh, tell me, what would you like to see changed here with this, uh, this FISA?
1: But FISA needs to be reformed because, as we saw with the Carter Page situation, the government can and sometimes does abuse its extensive powers under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. We've got a big opportunity with a few provisions of that act expiring, and I think we need to impose some new restrictions on the government's ability to use that information. That's why I'm working with Senator Pat Leahy, a Democrat from Vermont, who I serve with on the Judiciary Committee, to bring out some reforms. And I think given uh, President Trump's recent experience, given the fact that he has seen how this can be abused, and in, indeed was abused, in a case that ended up implicating his campaign, a campaign, or, or being used to target his campaign, uh, I think he's uh, very much inclined to be sympathetic.
2: The law essentially establishes procedures for the physical and electronic surveillance uh, and collection of various intelligence informations uh, between foreign powers and agents of foreign powers uh, if they're suspected of things like espionage and terrorism. Now, talk to me about some of the specifics. What what elements of this are about to expire? And talk to me specifically about some of the reforms you'd like to see enacted. All right, so
1: there, there are three provisions that are set to expire. One is known as Section 215. We'll get back to that in a minute. Another is the lone wolf provision. Another one is the roving wiretap provision. And the most susceptible to abuse among those three is by far Section 215. So if we're going to be asked to reauthorize any or all three of those provisions, I want major reforms to Section 215, which allows government officials to go to a defiance court and seek an order. Compelling the production of certain business records and documents that uh, might shed light on something that the government wants to see. We want to make sure that there's somebody else in the room. Anytime they're plowing new ground, anytime they're not just coloring by numbers and doing something for which there's elaborate precedent. We want uh, an amicus curiae, uh, a, curia, a, a third party lawyer there representing a different interest. We also want to tighten up the probable cause standard so that this is something much more akin. The type of probable cause that has to be established to get a regular search warrant. You shouldn't have government agents being able to go to a secret court to get dirt on U.S. persons, on U.S. citizens or uh, other persons residing lawfully within the United States uh, without going through the regular court process.
2: It's a difficult case to make sometimes because the subjects of many of these uh, FISA requests are, uh, in fact, suspected terrorists. But we here in the United States, we have an adversarial system of justice. Uh, You you propose that there ought to be someone uh, at least overseeing, if not representing, the interests of the subject of these uh, these requests. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. And particularly where they have gone so far in the other direction of keeping everyone who's not part of the government out of the room and out of the process and even unaware of what they're doing. There needs to be some kind of uh, restriction on them. But, uh, uh, you know, among other things, we want to end the call data records program. We want to raise the standard for conducting surveillance based on First Amendment protected activities. We want to require the government to provide culpatory evidence
2: Talk to me about uh, about this unlikely pairing. Yeah, you, participation. Oh, I'm sorry, connection dropped out for a second there. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by your co-sponsor in this effort, Senator Leahy. Uh, you two have served together in a number of capacities. Uh, how do you come to team up on this issue?
1: Well, Senator Leahy and I, while we disagree on a whole lot of issues, uh, I also agree on a number of issues, particularly when it comes to the liberties and things like the Fourth Amendment. He and I started teaming up, uh, nine years ago when I first got to the Senate and I got assigned to the judiciary committee uh, where he also serves. Uh, he and I have been teaming up on things like the Patriot Act and the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act the entire time I've been here. And a few years ago, we ran a bill called the USA Freedom Act that got rid of the, the federal government's practice of collecting everyone's phone data. Who you called, who called you, how long you talked, uh, who you, uh, when you talked, um, That was an invasion of privacy that was occurring without any warrant, without any probable cause, uh, and it was wrong. And so we got rid of it. We teamed up again on this issue, and it just made sense.
2: Outstanding. Let me shift gears uh, uh, for a second. You, sir, are in the midst of a town hall series. In fact, in about uh, 15 minutes or so, you'll be kicking off another town hall uh, in in Draper City. How's How's this tour going for you so far?
1: It's going great. You know, people have always got a lot of questions. They've always been in their mind. And um, part of what I'm there to do is to hear people. In addition to answering questions, I want to hear what's of concern to them. A lot of people have a lot to say, particularly when it comes to impeachment.
2: Sure. What are some of those trends that have uh, emerged? What's the question you hear over and over?
1: Um, A lot of people want to explain why the impeachment happened, why it was able to go so far, notwithstanding the fact that it was based on very flawed legal theories and notwithstanding the fact that the evidentiary foundation uh, was woefully inadequate and they want to make sure that that doesn't happen again
2: very good senator mike Lee, sir i'm grateful to you for your time thanks for uh, giving us an update on what you're up to and what you have going on this afternoon Uh, i look forward to speaking to you again sometime hey thanks so much All right. Very good. Uh, So that's Senator Mike Lee. We're talking there about FISA. There are calls from him and others uh, to reform FISA. He has teamed up with a Democrat in the Senate, Senator Leahy, uh, to bring some of those reforms to bear. And we'll, uh, you and I together, we'll keep an eye on that uh, and see what it shapes up to become. Uh, Now, the deal with this FISA, it's a difficult thing to understand. Uh, In principle, it does boil down to uh, possibly the inappropriate uh, assigning of unilateral authorities. Uh, Here, you've heard me share this point a number of times. Here in the United States, our system of justice requires uh, an adversarial relationship between uh, a defendant and a plaintiff. That means that you find in the court of law, you find two folks standing on very different sides of one issue and they're Is a system in place that allows for representation of those two sides to then go at one another and to debate uh, and challenge the merits of one another's assertions. In this FISA court, uh, or in these FISA courts rather, the judges are able to uh, hand out warrants uh, against either an individual or an entity uh, without that individual or entity being represented. And that is uh, one of the portions of this Pfizer reform that uh, Senator Mike Lee would like to see brought about. Listen, uh, we're going to take a break uh, here. I'm going to invite you, too, though, to weigh in on this issue or any other issue uh, via the Utah Community Credit Union text line. It's 57500. I'd love to hear from you on this issue or any other. How about that dirty dining? You, you find yourself a, a patron at any of those restaurants uh, there at the bottom of the list? I know I did. And I'm not too turned off by it. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Next up, we're going to be speaking to Jay Evanson with the Deseret News and Utah elections. Fascinating discussion coming up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.